Glitter. RPG a day. Take over. Couple. Well, I'm not in one. <laughs> I haven't been in one of those for, I guess, nearly two years. And maybe that's another reason, along with a lack of time and along with nearly losing my voice at doing a band gig, that I struggled to get this episode out. Because sometimes being alone bothers me. Little moments like waking up alone sometimes make me sad. Lately, I feel like romantic relationships and the things associated just aren't as important as other types of relationships. My family and my friends are really important to me. And with them, I think I can get through life happy enough. Maybe someday somebody will change my mind, but I don't see it. But anyway, I have a couple of other things I've thought about. (laughs) Couple. So the first is a small comment on how much fun I found a one-on-one style of gaming to be. I always thought it would be intimidating having to concentrate to make sure that I was generating all the action and excitement and carrying all of the banter, but actually as a DM I found it refreshing to be able to concentrate solely on one character's actions and story and certainly easier to build the combat for. And as a player, it wasn't as scary to be the only one making decisions and facing down monsters as I thought it would be. A little more tactics and thinking ahead was required to stay alive, sure, but I kind of enjoyed the challenge of it. And I definitely would recommend giving it a go, although I think with someone you know and trust would be better than with someone you haven't had much to do with before, just so that you don't have to build a player-to-GM relationship before you have to build one with the character and NPCs as well. And my second thought is that there's been a bit of discussion in podcasts lately about relationships or sex and gaming. So I thought I'd share my two cents. It can happen without being weird or uncomfortable, as a friend described it as middle-aged men having mental sex with other middle-aged men, which made me laugh a lot. Um, Not to hear how uncomfortable that clearly made him, because that's not funny, but at the image that generated in my head. And I guess it's true, but it's just not what I see. It's a story you're telling. Yeah, I mean, technically you are the character and that person is the NPC or they are the other character or whatever, but you're simply telling that character's story. And some stories sometimes develop romance and some stories sometimes get a little hot and heavy. But, you know, I never go into a game trying to make something happen, but I never shy away from it if it feels right and it fits the story. I mean, once starts, I got more descriptive with what was going on, but never to the point where I should have been receiving money by the minute, by the way. Um, but more so than other games. Like, in one game I of D&D, I simply said something like, and I grab him by the collar, pull him into the room, and that's the last you see of both of them that night. And I feel like that gets the point across, but in a way that nobody has to feel too gross about things, you know? Another character of mine has a fond memory of a young romance that never got a real chance because she was kidnapped by a mountain river. Um, She thinks about him every now and then and even sometimes asks people from her past that she bumps into if they know where he is. I know one day she will go and look for him to see if there might be anything there still, but not yet. The time isn't right. She feels like she still has much to prove, but she will. And consequently, she never really thinks of anybody else and is very goal-focused. And I like that RPG lets us play out anybody we want to be. 
I like that she has a memory of love that she cherishes and will chase one day. I like that my other character uses sex to get NPCs into bed so she can steal things she needs from them. And yet another has a completely platonic love with a guy who was like her older brother almost. Like he took her in, helped her out, taught her things. And now she's always just trying to please him and make him proud for the help that he gave her. So, you know, she can see the relationship growing between them. And though it isn't moving in a romantic direction, it makes her happy. And all of those different types of things are possible to play out in RPG. And that makes me love the game every time I play just a little bit more. So I guess if I could be coupled with anything, I would be happily coupled with RPG. So speaking of couple, I need to tell you about a couple of neat things that happened to Kyra as she leveled today. Level 4. Let's go. Her hit points are now 27. We get a wild shape improvement. We get to use creatures now at half CR level, but still no flying. There's also an ability score improvement. If you're playing the optional feats rule, you could take a feat instead of score improvement. It's where everybody usually takes, like, lucky, the old re-roll feat. But I just don't think she's feeling very lucky right now. So I'm going to stick to the ability scores. So what am I adding to? We have two points to use. Um, I can split them across two scores or pump them both into the same one. Um, seeing as Wisdom is a druid spellcasting ability, I'm going to pump it into that, making her base an 18, which gives me a plus four modifier on Wisdom rolls now. That's pretty good. Um, as for her spells, she gets another cantrip now and another second level spell slot, taking it to three. So she also gets to prepare eight spells now. So I need to pick another two. So let's go back to the groupings roll. Okay, so that was one fire, two nature, three wind, and four animal. Okay, so where is my d4? There we go. Okay. All right, three. Wind again, huh? All right, so we've got, yeah, we've got only two. One to two, dust devil, three to four, warding wind. Okay. It's a four. Okay, so she has a more defensive wind that can also put out fires now i wonder if that will come in handy so let's roll again for the other one okay that's a four this time so we have animal spells so okay Mm -hmm. yeah okay so we have animal messenger be sense or locate animals or plants as second level choices or first level Animal friendship, beast bond, or speak with animals. That looks like six different things. So let's go with six in that order and roll it up. Okay, six. All right, so speak with animals. Fun. I like this one. They can, like, talk with and understand a beast for about ten minutes, um, and the beast that they talk to can tell me about things they've seen in the last day or so and maybe do small favors at the DM discretion. Considering I am the DM, that's pretty cute. I hope. Kyra talks to something soon. Kyra slipped through the trees, pressing up against the damp trunks, staring easily through the blackness to avoid any chance encounters with the nastier creatures that roamed the forest at night. Some people were scared to be here in the dark, but she had never found anything to fear. 
Even the creatures here weren't evil. She paused in her thinking to correct herself that they weren't usually evil. They were just usually trying to eat or defend themselves. And you could find yourself at the wrong place at the wrong time if you weren't paying attention. Right as she had that thought, she heard a crack that split the stillness of the forest. She dropped to a kneeling position and peered through the cover of bushes to see who was ahead. She usually had better awareness and hardly ever let anybody get the drop on her, so it was probably just one of the roving forest beasts, but better to be safe anyway. She stayed deathly still as she strained her senses into the darkness. And let's roll a perception check for Kyra. I've written out two completely different stories for over and under, so let's see what happens. Oh, and I didn't even tell you what the DC was. The DC is 15 because, you know, we're in a forest. Um, But it's fine because she rolled a 19 on the dice. And what's her perception? Yeah, plus six. <laughs> so she's fine. She's an over. Okay. So read out over. She stayed deathly still as she strained her senses into the darkness until she made out the padding steps of a large four-legged animal. Actually, was that two? She knew that where one beast was, there was likely to be more, and decided that her best option would be to become less of an easy target for dinner. She was glad no one was watching. She always felt self-conscious about changing. Like when they saw her between shapes, it was somehow worse than seeing her naked. Closing her eyes and pressing her fingers into the dirt, she reached inside to draw out that part of herself that connected with the world around her. She felt the warmth grow inside herself and mentally wrapped that warmth around her, pulling it on like a blanket. Her fingers splayed out and immediately clenched up as she felt the claws grow and dig into the ground. Her back arched as she felt the soft black fur bristle all over her, consuming her backpack and the clothes she wore underneath. She threw her head up to look at the moonlight peeking through the trees and felt her teeth grow sharper and her jaw stretch out towards the sky. She panted and saw through yellow eyes her black long tail whip like a vine and sat back on her haunches to assess. It was getting easier to change now and she hadn't even ever used this shape before. Usually she found herself more in the form of a waddling badger or a slippery snake, but this new form had much softer paws, a sleeker shape, and certainly was made for sneaking through a forest at night. She was so pleased in her change that she pounced at her own tail, joyous in that moment of connection with nature that she had almost forgotten. No. She shook her large, cat-like head forcefully and felt her whiskers quiver. She couldn't forget. She had to keep moving. Now that she was in this form, she could smell the creatures that had travelled nearby easily. Two wolves padding together, absolutely. Fairly quickly, too. But here was something else to the scent. She sniffed again. Something under the scent, perhaps? She thought again. What was that scent? Why was it so familiar? Her nose low to the ground, she felt the hairs on her body bristle all over as she breathed it in deep. It was a clean trail. She could follow it. 
and maybe figure out what that smell was. Her tail swished back and forth for a moment, and after a second she sprang forward, padding silently in hot pursuit. Thanks for joining me in this Jules from NZ RPG A Day Takeover Special. I hope you're enjoying our improvised D&D 5e story. Tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks to my gems, KP, Bobby, Shell, Scott, Glenn, James and Jason. And a big thanks to everyone listening. I don't know if it was Aotearoa New Zealand or roleplay games that brought you here, but I'm super glad that you've stopped by. We'll be back to New Zealand episodes in September because August is for RPG. Enohora, kakite anō. Goodbye, and see you again soon. Mwah.